Music Raygun. I'm Paul Ciampanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. This is the podcast where we pick a music-related topic, then we watch video clips about that topic. And if you go to our website, musicraygun.com, you can watch all the clips we talk about, right, Kirk? That's correct. Kirk. Yeah. This is the 45th episode of Music Raygun. <sighs> That's great. However. Yes. It's kind of the 46th episode of Music Raygun. <laughs> Indeed it is. I think we've mentioned once or twice yes. before that there is a lost pilot episode. Literally lost. Yes. Yes. Even before we settled on our format of watching video clips set yes. on a topic, uh, we recorded a pilot that I accidentally destroyed when I was trying to edit it. <laughs> yes. Uh, and the topic of our first episode was based around... A conversation we had at work years ago when we used to work together. Yes. That led to us becoming friends and talking about music at work a lot. Yes. What was the subject of that conversation? Subject. And that pilot. The the pilot was called All Night Long Box. Right. It had a different title. Which I I still love that title. Right. Um, And uh, we spoke for like two hours nonstop. And we we still just scratched the surface. Yes. Uh, the question was, uh, the subject was boy bands. Yes, yes. Which is the subject of this episode. Which is very exciting. Right. Uh, and I, for my caveat, it's boy bands who are not New Edition because New Edition is the only boy band. Sure, we'll get to that. But I, I want to discuss the origins of this episode and this podcast because they're the same. It's, uh, was, wasn't the question who is the original boy band? Who? Who was the first boy band? Who was the first boy band? And that that is a question that back at our old company where we used to work, where you still work. Yes. I posed a question to the bullpen in our open office. Yes. Apropos of nothing. Yes. Who was the first boy band? And the entire office of writers ended up having a pretty spirited conversation about the answer to that question. It was mostly me and you Mm -hmm. and Joe Classic. Yes. Who's also a music guy. Yes. Um, but you and I had very strong opinions. <laughs> yes. And I think that's really where I first discovered, like, oh, this guy, Kirk, <laughs> is a music guy. Yeah, we can talk. And uh, we didn't really settle on an answer that day. No. So we rehashed the conversation for our pilot, like you said. We talked for two hours yes. about that topic. Who was the first boy band? There is no definitive answer. Not really. Not really. It's what's in your heart. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and you have to define, like, what are the parameters? We defined what a boy band and, was. And we can revisit some of those concepts yes. now. It's also worth mentioning, like you said, we've talked about so many boy bands in the past. We're not going to mention some of the best. Yes. It's some of our favorites. Like the Jackson 5. We've covered the Jacksons yes. extensively. We don't need to retread that ground. Yes. And here's where it gets... Interesting is because I purposely was like, I'm not putting the Jackson 5 on because to me they're a family band. Yeah. Yes. I think there's a strong case you could make that they are the mm. first boy band. Yes. I don't know if I'd make that case, but they're a strong yes. contender. Um, you know, we obviously, at least I, I didn't put any new edition on. No, they're also a strong contender. Uh, to me, that's that's the number one answer, but that's I'm very yeah. biased. Some things <clears throat> I think we talked about in that Lost Pilot, like... Boy bands as we know them now don't really start until the 80s. And anything before then that contributed to that formula are like proto-boy bands. Yes. But really the way we know them now is a very organized, almost corporate thing. Yes. I think New Edition is a, you know, 
That might be my answer. That's that's my answer because then every if you look past New Edition, they're all generally based on that format. Yeah, four or five guys, one lead singer. They all dance really well. Someone might be the second singer. Yeah, maybe there's a rapper. Usually, it starts with some fucking businessman in a room saying, "I'm going to get a bunch of teenage boys into a band and make a billion dollars." Yes. Selling them to yes. teenage girls. Yes. That sounds worse than I meant. <laughs> but yes. you know my... But you got it. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. picked it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, but we're not going to talk about New Edition at no. all beyond this, because we dedicated an entire episode <laughs> exactly. to New Edition. We don't need to. It's episode eight, guys. Go check it out. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, so because of the stuff we've covered in the past, and our particular ages mm-hmm. and tastes, uh, and expertise... Yes. This is a very 90s heavy episode. Oh, good. But we are starting in the 80s. <clears throat> yes. Uh, with your first video. My first video, which uh, I'm not a huge fan of. I'm not even a fan of at all. I just... Oh, we're going to talk about a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about a lot, of, a lot of music that we don't actually like. Yes. This but... <laughs> this is, I th- I'm pretty sure with all the others, I like. This one, I do not like. Okay. This is Menudo. And Menudo is a great example, without stealing what you're going to yeah. talk about, of in general, because we're saying we're talking about music we don't like. Even when boy bands are terrible, boy the boy bands as a whole, as a concept, is fascinating. To oh, me. I'm unendingly fascinated. And Menudo in particular, because of a certain feature to that band. Yes. Is, now, is very interesting. Yes. Yeah. Now, Menudo came, uh, they're from Mexico. Uh, no, they're not. They're from Puerto Rico. God, look at me being a dumb white guy. And look at me being an East Coaster. Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) Um, uh, But they did not know English for their crossover. Right. They had to learn it. Uh, And they actually did have a cross... They were huge. They were a huge Latino band. Uh, um, uh, For years and years and years. Yes. And like just had like... Uh, a running tab of like, okay, you're too old, you're out. That's the thing yeah, about them. That's what's great. I don't know how many total members Menudo had, but like, yeah. if you, when you were a member of Menudo, once you like went through puberty and hit your late teens, you got bounced out yeah. of the group and replaced with a younger yeah, kid. Yeah, it was like understood, like, okay, you're done, you're yeah. too old, you're out, let's get a new one in. And it, they must have like, 30 to 50 members. Yeah. Because then they like, in I think the 2000s, they're like, we're rebooting Menudo. And it became, oh, like, really it became like M3 or something like that. Some, yeah. Some name like that. Menudo's more of a brand than a band. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so they were huge in the Latino community. And then in the 80s, like this is 85, they had a crossover with a couple of English hits. And this one is called Hold Me. It's terrible. <laughs> it, the video is fantastic. Does it have You Know Who in it? Yes. Okay. Very young. Very the baby. Well, that's the thing about Manu. Yeah. Let's play. So you'll hear this and you go, "Wow, this is this is '85." It sounds like it's '83. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's got that. Yeah. It's dated even for '85. Um, and this video is already sounds like a Madonna B side. Yeah. Yeah. It's very synthy. It's very now. It's Menudo. The lead singer is in love with a rich white girl, who I'm like, that's a mom. <laughs> She's stunning, but I'm like, that is a mom. But it's also like the oldest guy in the group who's saying yes, this. and he's just 
at an uh, ancient like 15. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So they're on the street and uh, there's a lot of bad dancing in this. Um, and we're going to come up on the very special guest coming up soon. But this is basically the video. It's like I'm singing about this girl. I love her. We're going to dance. We're going to do some stuff and then we're going to come back again to the girl. All right. What you described as basically this video is also basically all boy band yeah. songs. For <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. This is where they're like, okay, jump and spin in the air. Yeah. This is like the famous, in America at least, Menudo yeah. song. I love how the director's like, okay, just jump and spin in the air all the time. Okay. Right, let's yep. pause it. Right there. Yes. Very, very young. The youngest of the group, Ricky Martin. Yeah. If, if people have heard who are listening have heard of Menudo at all, they probably know that. Ricky Martin was a member yes. at one point. And he was like the baby of when they broke big. Yes. And if they've had 50 dudes who have been in Menudo over the years, he's the only one whose name I know. I could not name anyone else. I That lead singer, I think, was a lead singer for a while in the 80s. Like, okay. I think he was young enough to, like, be like, okay, I'm, I'm, because they kind of broke big. They kept yeah. him. I don't think they kept him longer than his, you know, expiration date. But I'll um, give Ricky Martin this much credit, though. When he had his big uh, comeback as an adult with Living La Vida Loca 20 years ago, I had already, like, I wasn't, I barely knew who Menudo was, Mm -hmm. but just from being a music nerd, he he was, even before he had his comeback as an adult, he was always like the breakout star of Menudo. Yeah. I was aware of who Ricky Martin was as the one kid from Menudo whose name I knew before I knew him yeah. from his company. He was like the youngest, cutest one. Yeah, he was a big star yeah. from Menudo. Yes, exactly. Um, the Joey McIntyre <laughs> of Menudo. Nice, yeah. yes. I mean, like these other guys, I have no idea. <laughs> this one guy looks like Cousin Larry from Perfect <laughs> <laughs> He does. I mean, that dude, like I know they're young, but I'm like, you look way old. Yeah, he's he's not long for this. Yeah, game. he's like I got about six more months. He's the next to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think they had to like learn Ricky. these songs like phonetically almost. Oh really? Yeah, until they started learning more. Um, which for is real, impressive. Though, young, young Ricky Martin looks like Justin Bieber. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. And it's them just running through the streets of a very smoggy LA. <laughs> oh, they in LA? Yeah. Okay. You can tell like that certain images you see it. Um, this isn't great, but it's not atrocious. No. You know what is atrocious? The actual menudo dish. Oh, it's it's a dish? You know, is, you is, know what menudo is for real? No. Is Are it, you serious? Is it a dessert? Like menudo, no, menudo is a, uh, is a uh, Mexican s- soup made from, uh, made from cow stomach. What? Did you not know this? No. Oh, my God. I don't know shit about menudo except... This video and that Ricky Martin was in the group. That's Menudo, literally. the band, was named after Menudo the Dish. I, even if you told me that they're named after food, I would have assumed, like, a sweet. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Why a, is a boy band named after a cow stomach soup? It's, and it's a spicy cow stomach soup. Look, I love spicy tripe. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's tripe. Okay. Yeah. But I'm, I wouldn't name a boy band No, after. isn't that weird? <laughs> that's very weird. Yeah. That's what Menudo is. Yeah. And it's also like they're just sort of uh, getting ahead of people criticizing it. <laughs> yeah, it's like calling this this cheap pop music tripe. Yeah, it's like just... they're being ironic about it. Exactly, they knew ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that shot right there is like the famous shot 
that you'll always yes, see, like Ricky Martin's yes. behind the music or whatever. Yeah, and I of think him you, jumping up on the uh, lamp post and spinning around. Yeah, and you can tell that that's LA in the background. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is pretty smoggy. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yes. Now this is another example of those. I never heard this on the radio. Saw this on MTV. Yeah. yeah. This was fairly big on TV. And here's where they get into dancing that's not the best. Kickball change. <laughs> Kickball change. And it's one of those things where you're like, you know what? They were already beyond that with dancing at 85. Look, you're a new edition fan. And in terms of boy bands, they're like the best dancers. Yes. And you are a dancer. So cut these kids some slack. Because Listen. they're still better... <laughs> I mean, we'll watch the new kids on the block later. Oh boy, they're better than yeah. New that's kids on the block. I give you that. That is a hundred, a hundred percent true. Yeah. Um, and then, so then the and the, I can't do what they're doing. So. You could do. Now the the girl comes back after all this time, and they're on the street, and it's love. Yeah. They're just gonna stare at each other for the rest of the yeah. video. That song is uh, it's it, you know it's kind of bland and whatever, it's, it's, but it's not. I wouldn't like lunge for the radio for the for there's the, worse boy band songs. The, yes, by, by far, by, by far. far. That's just very like middle of the road. Yeah, and I think if you'd been like, "Hey, this is from a Puerto Rican band named Menudo," you'd be like, "It is." Yeah, I just sounds like a generic eighty song, which is why it was a hit in the states because they're like, "Let's let's." It was good enough to cross over. Let's vanilla the shit out of it. And, yeah. yeah. All right, let's jump all the way ahead. Oh boy. to the late eighties, early nineties, New Kids on the Block. We've addressed them before. Yes. We addressed them in the new edition episode. Yes. Because I don't think you can talk about one without mentioning the other. No, it's a direct ripoff. To recap very quickly, uh, new edition was put together by a producer named Maurice Starr. Mm-hmm. The band later fired his ass. Mm-hmm. Then he put together uh, New Kids on the Block. The white, the white New Edition. The White New Edition, as yeah. they're informally known. Both bands made up of lower-class kids from Boston. Yes. Uh, one super talented. Yeah. One not so much. Yeah. But the New Kids on the Block were also way bigger. Yes. Than almost anyone. Yes. Um, when I was a kid, they were the biggest thing in the world. They were, I mean, even, I mean, I think I was late teens when they broke, when they broke big. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they were huge. They broke big in 1988. Yeah. And so they like lasted easy. until 1991 at the outside. Maybe 92. They had their, they had their, uh, NKOTB. We're yeah, we're hardcore. We're not counting. We're not counting any. We're not, we're counting, not counting that. Not they counting were already their, done. Their dirty dog. They were donezo. Uh, That's their the funky headhunter. If yeah. you get that reference. Uh, yeah, I do, and I'm I I'm upset that you said. That. Yeah, <laughs> I like the funky headhunter. NKOTB. I do not like. Right. But but I'm, for a for a couple for three or four years they were the biggest thing. They in were America. fucking huge. Yeah, and. I was at the exact right age where girls my age predominantly, like when they broke big, I was maybe six or seven. So from six or seven to nine, eight or nine, those years, Mm -hmm. that's for me when new kids were big. And and they were big enough that it's sort of when I came online in terms of paying attention to pop music. That wasn't stuff that my parents had. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I had 
cassettes of <laughs> New Kids albums. I, I like the New Kids on the Block. And also being from New England, they were like hometown heroes. That's true. Everyone in New England probably loved them. Listen, uh, I, I will ride with the right stuff. I like that song. It, it's That one's fine. I'm if there's fine. one you got to give it to, it's that one. Although there's, there is a, a, a quote-unquote rap song on their first album. Oh, God, I don't even know. That's kind of new addition-y. In terms really? of them rapping, it's yeah, yeah, it's like better than some of their ballads. Wow, their ballads uh, are awful. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, please don't go, girl. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, step by step, step by step, like terrible. barely, it's like barely a song. Yeah, it's, it's so awkward. It, it, I mean, that whole album is so bad that like, look, I like New Kids on the Block. I remember like Hanging Tough was the album that was oh, the that biggest thing in the so world. Bad. Yeah, no, not the song, but the album because that's what that has the right stuff yes. on it and Hanging Tough, and that's the album that was yeah. the monster. Yes. And then Step by Step was the follow-up album. And I remember being excited to get Step by Step when it came out. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, it's here. But even though I was only like eight years old and excited for it, I remember being like, this isn't very good. Oh, like, I got, cynical, I got cynical too young yes. because the New Kids on the Block follow-up to their Smash album really wasn't good enough. <laughs> wasn't good enough. <laughs> you couldn't hang. Oh, that's great. Uh, but... I was sort of conflicted trying to choose mm. a clip for us to watch with them because the thing is, even with all the nostalgia you'd think I'd have built in for them, they are terrible. Their music is bad. Yeah, I, Maybe the worst successful boy band of all time. <laughs> worst successful if you... Yeah. yeah, when you say it that way. So I didn't want to just like watch a music video. Yeah. I didn't want to just like play the right stuff and be like, this one is doesn't make me this want is to their best hang one. myself. Yeah. So I found a cool clip that I think will split the difference. This is their segment from an episode of Lifestyles of the Rich oh, and Famous. Oh, God. I remember this show. Like, at their peak. R.I.P. Robin Leach, who just died oh, recently. Oh, wow. Uh, Everyone used to watch this show. Yeah, yeah. What was that version of it they had on VH1 in the in the 2000s? They had a... Was, Cribs? No, it was it was just about, like, rich people. I can't remember. I can't called. remember. It was about rich celebrities. But... but Robin Leach's English accent talking about rich people from the 80s is iconic. Yes. Um, and this New Kids on the Block segment is great because we'll hear a little bit of their music, but it's not so much about the music. And we'll see them interviewed. And the great thing about them is they're so, like, for all their pop sheen mm -hmm. and boy bands almost as a rule have to be squeaky clean. Yeah. They are just these dumb dildos from <laughs> Boston. Yeah. Who are like super working class. Yeah. Who just got like put into some fancy color block duds <laughs> and put on stage and made a million dollars. But they are not like when you when you get to the late nineties bands, like the Orlando bands, they're all like, Hi, we're in sync and we're from Orlando. But yeah. like the, all the guys in Nukas on the Block are like, Yeah, we really like to go up there and make music, you know. Like, <laughs> and we'll hear some of that, so it's great for that. They made so much money. Yeah. Hey, do you know who the Beatles are? <laughs> if you do, this is the same thing. And KOTV is the same. <laughs> exactly the same. They're not great singers. They're not great dancers. This song is boring. Yeah. Money making machine. This is the big lead-off single to that. This album. was always on. Oh, it's bad. Oh yes, let's meet the boys. 
Jordan. Now Jordan is he's the he's the best looking one. He's also arguably the most talented one. Like he was the yes. the lead singer on most. Of he had he had a brief solo career. Yes, he did. But so did Joey McIntyre at the same that's time. That's true. Because he was the cute one. Yes, and I remember Jordan's more because he had the song called "Give It to You" that I didn't hate. Yeah, it's not terrible. And it's then, probably better than anything the new kids did. It w- it was. Yeah, it was. And then do you know what he had the balls to do? What he covered a Prince song. Ooh, he which covered, one? He covered it and did it as a slow jam. I could never take the place of your man. Oh, I and don't know about I that. almost shot myself. <laughs> and the thing about New Kids is they started as a rap group. It oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Donnie and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark, and, Mark Marky Mark was an original member. That's right. And they wanted to do rap, and then Maury Stark came along and he was like, "No, you guys <laughs> are going to be like the new new edition." And Mark Wahlberg was like, "Bye." He's like, "I'm out." And but it was it's Donnie. His friend Danny, yep. their friend Jordan, Jordan's brother Jonathan, and then later Maurice was like, hey, this little kid Joey, you guys are going to put him in your group. He's going to throw him. Trust He's me. He's several work. years younger than the rest of them, but it's like, you need him because you need someone to be accessible yes. to little girls because you guys are like semi-scary. <laughs> yeah. You're semi-thugs. Working class Boston yeah. douchebags. <laughs> and we need something for the little girls to be able to latch on to. Yes. So speak. Uh, but Jordan is the pretty one. Yes. And the most talented one. Yes. That's right. Sing along. Jonathan. I thought Jordan was uh, the older one. That's interesting. We were actually talking about this at work the other day. Jonathan uh, has since come out. He was not. Oh. Oh, you didn't know that no, Jonathan Knight was gay? No, I didn't know that. He is. He didn't come out until like way after yeah. the peak. Which makes sense because in the late 80s and early 90s, it wouldn't have been... I mean, even Lance Bangs from NSYNC didn't come out until after the band had yeah. dissolved. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, too hard. Partly because you don't want to alienate the female audience that yeah. you're trying to attract. Also because at that time, it it was not nearly as acceptable. No, even it's in the hard early to do. 90s. Yeah. And also, when you're from working class Boston, that shit, that no. shit doesn't play. It doesn't really fly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but good for him now. He's yeah, not, that's I mean, great. They're still together as a band. And I mean, no... listen, they can tour forever and make money. Good for them. Yeah. But there was also a point at which, even though they only were big for a couple of years, Jonathan, like, left the band. Like, he would frequently not do shows. Oh, yeah, because he, like, he didn't like performing that much. Yeah, know? nothing dark. He yeah. just was gen- genuinely a shy guy. Yeah. And you can imagine now knowing that he was yeah. like, probably conflicted about his sexuality or not able to be yeah, open about it. Exactly. It was probably a lot to take for him. Uh, and then there's Danny, Donnie's friend. <laughs> yes. That guy. And the resident rebel. Donnie Wahlberg, the bad boy. Bad boy. I want to I go back, hear what he says. Money is bad for your health. It's bad for your life. Money We all have our own individual things. We all have our own Boston. We all have our own personalities. Uh, <laughs> oh, so Boston. And that's Jonathan, who's like the yeah. least Boston of them. Oh my God, just brings me back to college. Just comes together and Excellent. works together as one. The Boston 
Look at Tony's hair. Yeah, that's that's when he's like, I'll never go bald. That was not his choice. No, but he was like, I will have hair forever. I will never be bald. Things are great. Uh, yeah, I think they were all thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Which is good, I think. I love, wait, I want to back it up again. We don't even know how you love, It's are. so funny. It like, brings you back home when you hear that. I mean, it's it, honestly, it's really comforting. Yeah. yeah. Which is good, I think. It keeps you, yeah, keeps your heads, you know, you know, intact, and it keeps your feet on the ground. In keeping with their 90s image from the heart, humility. We're not trying to say we're the biggest thing out. What is that hat? We're not superstars. We're just That's right. Are they? I mean, they. I mean, you kind of have to be as a boy band. Donnie was always a little on that, but I think they like allowed for that because like he gives a little flavor. It's like just a little bit of flavor because you can't all be I bad. Mean, look, that's part of the formula. You have yeah. to have a bad boy, fucking yeah. Bobby Brown. Yeah, you just he's the you, have, you get one bad guy. Yeah. You get one bad boy. That's, and I don't. Donnie was never as bad as Bobby. No, yeah. no. Oh my god, it's just little girls. I mean, it's just little girls at this concert. Oh yeah. That fucking rat tail that Danny had is the king of all rat tails. That rat tail goes to the middle of his back, dude. It's long as shit. (laughs) It is crazy long. When people, whenever anyone makes fun of someone who has a mullet, I'm just like, dude, it could be worse. You could have a rat tail. <laughs> this is just the trashiest looking thing I've ever seen. A quarter million mile five country tour. You know what? If, if doing drugs would make you not have that, do the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> just, it'll help. You have that and you're clean and sober. You have no excuse. Yeah. Protected by bodyguards and by rock standards astonishingly civil to fans, they are veterans of the road. With lifestyles along for their worldwide travels, we discovered they'd also become experts at we staying young city see. after city. Make fun everywhere we go. You know, just the littlest thing we can make it into a lot of fun. Like swimming. Yeah. Scooters. <laughs> Different kind of scooters. <laughs> yeah, other scooters. And baseball. We're fine. Oh, boy. Maurice Starr. I just want to remind you, in 1990, New Kids on the Block are the biggest thing in the world. I'm super tuned in yeah. to everything New Kids on the Block is doing. Saturday morning cartoon show. Oh, yeah. The trading cards. Yeah. I had never heard of New Edition. Had no idea who they were until like 1996. That hurts me. <laughs> it hurts me so bad. It also hurts me as much because Robin Leach calls Bobby Brown a rapster. I'm like, no. A rapster? He said rapster Bobby Brown. A rapmeister? Which really makes me mad. I had that album. That's his remix album. It's a fine album. Big are, fucking are words. Wow. Big that's words. A, that's a strong statement, Mr. Leach. America's music ambassadors. Wow. All right. Now, in terms of sales and money generated, they, at this point, they probably yeah. have the biggest thing coming out of America. Yeah. I mean, they were international. I mean, that, that's a huge fucking stadium. That yeah. <laughs> 
dance moves later. Ooh, later. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Come on, Donnie. Spit it. So this is, you know, millionaires, rich and famous bus. We're gonna see just how great it is. And here you are. Here you are. Eating cereal out of the box. Yep. Cocoa pops and corn pops. They're just good guys. Yeah, here's the thing about New Kids on the Block. None of them ever had like a weird and sticky downfall. I think they really were just like. I think because of their genuine working class roots, they stayed relatively grounded. Yeah. Through being the biggest thing in the world for three years. I don't ever remember hearing like. Nothing shady ever yeah. happened with any of them. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they maybe smoked a little pot. Maybe I'm sure. even bumped a little coke, but. Yeah. But there was nothing in it. I never heard of anything like, no. oh, shit, did you hear what, yeah, some shit went what down. Donnie did? It was uh, Donnie. Yeah, and they're still, like, they'll, they still tour now. And, yeah. Uh, they do the It's the Old Man tour. They seem, for as big as they got, they got out pretty unscathed. Yeah, it could have been worse. Yeah. Their 1990 Summer Magic tour was sponsored by McDonald's. Of course it I mean, that's the thing, too, which is, I mean... They were big, and it is a, it's a upsetting to see because you're like, oh, they had sponsored by McDonald's and soft drinks and a cartoon, and you're like, New Edition didn't have that. Why do you think New Edition didn't have that? Well, New Edition had Pepsi. Yeah, but like not at the level of this. No, but they also weren't as big. Well, because they were black. Well, no, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They were way better. They were way more talented, had better songs, and could do everything better, but they just weren't white. Right. But also, it's like, can a boy band sell out when they're already so, like, corporate? No, there's no yeah. such. You can't. No. Yeah. no. There's no upper limit to the amount of selling out a boy band can do where I'm going to yeah. be like, now they have no integrity left. Yes. But that's why I'm like, New Edition should have had this. Yeah. That's that's the upsetting part. Yeah. That's a dumb deal. As far as new kids are concerned, I think we'll be around for as long as we want to be, as long as we keep playing. Kind? <laughs> uh, I mean, they are still around. I mean, they'll do the tour. There's some moms yeah. who will come see them. Well, that's the thing. Now they tour, and there's 40-year-old women who were seven. And yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, my, I'm, reli- I'm reliving when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. That was a bit of angst from Donnie. I think we're getting to the point where they're starting to be over. They're like, we're done. Yeah. I'm sure they're like, we want to, We don't want to do step by step now. Yeah, look at the look on his face and listen the, to what he says. With a do rag. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why? <Wow. laughs> and he looks like he wants to cry. Yeah, I think they caught Donnie on a bad day. He's like. He's feeling a little down. I could take all my money and spend it right now, but why bother? <laughs> I got a number. How do you like them apples? I thought there'd be more rich and famous stuff in this, to be honest. That's about their big it's, hair and their Yeah, it's about, their, it's, about how, how, it's about how they're ambassadors. Yeah, I mean, there's not really much to say. There's not much to say about new kids. Their music isn't that great. Their dancing isn't that great. And they never did anything dark enough to be interesting. No. And they just were, they were the biggest thing in the world yeah. for three years, and now they're mostly forgotten. Yeah, um, I mean that that's a that's a running theme of all, uh, of all these bands where the shelf life is brief, and if you can get out normal, yeah, 
That's that's a win right there. But sometimes they'll spin out a solo act. I mean, Justin yeah. Timberlake is still huge. Yep. Uh, I mean, Bobby Brown had a huge solo career. Yep. It's not like, other than Jordan Knight having sort of a one-hit solo yeah. wonder, they never really, no. like, there was no spin-off. It was no, just, no. Yeah, yeah, they burned hot, and then they yeah. they really faded out. But I'm glad they're able to do their, like, nostalgia cruises and stuff now. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, they're fun. They are what they Good are. Good for them. Yeah. Let the moms go see new kids. Let on the, the moms block. relive their past. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about a band that I vaguely know. Uh-huh. I'm this, sure you'll have a lot to explain to me about. This is where it gets dark. Oh, it gets dark. Yes. So okay. it's a good segue because High Five uh, burned fast in the early 90s. Yeah. Uh, what was their big hit? Uh, a Kissing Game. Okay. Uh, they had three big hits in a row. Yeah. Uh, the, the one we're going to hear just can't handle it. Uh-huh. Uh, Kissing Game, which was the big game, which was their big song. That went to number one, actually, on the pop charts. Okay. Uh, and then they had a song called Can't Wait Another Minute, which was a ballad. That was big. Then their second album, they had uh, um, She's Playing Hard to Get, which is a big hit. And mm-hmm. then the hits kind of subsequently got less and less. It never lasts. Yes, it yeah, never yeah. lasts. But this song, Just Can't Handle It, and the uh, of this first album, was produced by Teddy Riley. So is it New Jack Swing? Yes, this is New Jack Swing. Okay, it's not like Teddy Riley's going to produce a record yes. in 1990 that's not You'll new. hear this and you'll be like, oh, yeah, this could be... But they're teens? They're teens. They're way young. This is high five. This is high five. Just can't handle it. But as as we play the music, explain why it gets dark. Oh, what it happens? gets real dark. Um, I also am a fan of, I love that, hey, we're called high five. There's five of us. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big fan of that. Big fan of that. Yep. Um, Later there was us five. <laughs> and some others. Take yeah. five. Take five, yeah. Um, so... Um, the That's lead. very important, by the way, if we're defining boy bands. Five is the magic. Five is the magic number. You can have three. You can just. I don't really remember any four, but but five is. So you hear this. Susan kicks in. You'd be like, oh, this is Teddy Riley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's full on. That's the Teddy Riley smash. Yes. This was their first single. And uh, and then I think their second or third single was Kissing Game, which was their big hit. Okay. Okay. So this is real sad. Oh, this is a good song, though. Um, so, they had these hits, yeah. legit hits, crossed over to the pop charts. Um, Corda's second album had, like, two hits. Then I think they were about to record their third one, mm-hmm. and one of the guys got into a horrible car accident and became paralyzed from the chest down. Ooh. Um, and that's the best news. <laughs> oh, no. One of the guys got charged with murdering his girlfriend Ugh. with a knife. I mean, a, a car crash is a bad stroke of yes. luck. But I don't know if it's there's that's dark. It's yes. tragic. It's tragic. It's not dark. It's not dark. Murdering. 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 Is dark. Yes. And Hot that, take. Don't at me. But <laughs> murdering is dark. <laughs> dark. Don't at Paul. Yeah. And and then it gets worse. The lead singer, who's got a great voice, his name yeah. is Tony Thompson. They, like, tried to reunite in, like, 2014 and, like, did okay. That recently? Yeah. Okay. Like, they, like, kind of reunited and did, like, let's do all our hits on, let's see if we can was get... Was three of them reunited? four. 
Because the, 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 murder, the, murder, the murder guy was later. Okay. Uh, and then Tony Thompson, the lead singer, they're from Waco, Texas. Yeah. Was found dead outside of his apartment complex. This is really sad. He'd been sucking Freon out of the air conditioning unit. Oh, Jesus. And that's how they found him. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Guys, I've said it before on the show and I'll say it again. Don't suck Freon out of the air conditioner. No good can come out of it. Yeah. No good. I didn't even well, know I that mean, was if, a thing. If, well, if you don't die, you get pretty high. Yeah. It's really, really good I high, did so. not know that was a thing. But it's not worth the it's risk. not worth it. Don't do it. That's like the legacy of high five. That's exactly the kind of shit that New Kids on the Block did not do. No. And you the, never heard about Danny Wood sucking Freon yeah, out of it. Yeah. It's terrible. Um, but I mean, that's the thing too. Like these guys were way young and all of a sudden they're like huge hits. They have a number one hit in the yeah. country. Yeah. And I, they just, but they think that all happened later. Yeah. That didn't happen like when they were at their, no, but what happens is like, you're not famous anymore. You're not making money anymore. You're right. Like, right. When am I going to go work at a Hertz rental car now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's going to be my life after I've like had these number one hits. Sometimes that, that's what happens. Yeah. It's, that's, and that's. That's a boy band life, man. Yeah. Um, but I was a big fan of this song when it came out. I was a big fan of Kissing Game. They still play Kissing Game. They don't play this that much. This is... Uh, I said this about some of the other things you brought to the new Jack Swing episode. Yeah. Where it's like, I may have heard this before, mm-hmm. but I can't tell because it's just sort of new Jack Swing. Yeah. Like, it just sounds like a lot of other things. Yeah. And I can't tell if I've heard it before. Exactly. This is straight up, this is like new Jack template. I might have been in a pizza parlor in 1991 and heard this on the radio. And you'd be like, this is a new Jack Swing uh, R&B song. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely takes me back to a time and place, but not necessarily the song itself. It's the genre. It's a genre. That's pure new Jack. That's uh, that's high five. Let's skip ahead a little bit. We're going out of chronological order because if we did chronological order, it would have been all your stuff first and then all mine. <laughs> oh, yeah, sometimes that happens. But I want to go back and forth yeah. on this one. Let's talk about the Brothers Hanson, which I don't consider a boy band. That's crazy because you have a band on here that I wouldn't consider a boy band. I call them a family band. They are a family band. Yep. Uh, I don't think that precludes you from being a boy band. No, but it. To me, they're a family band first. Yeah, they're also not prefab, not yeah. corporate. They write their own yeah. songs. They play their own instruments. That's another reason. Yeah. The There's a lot of reasons why you might not consider yeah. Hans and a, a, a boy band. Yes. However, in 1997, right at the same time where Backstreet Boys are starting yeah. to bring boy bands back yeah. after they haven't been cool in a few years since New Kids... Hanson are a 11-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a 15-year-old <laughs> set of brothers who are very cute, have a very bubblegummy pop hit, yeah. and who little girls go crazy for. They were insane. And those are the basic building blocks of boy bandom. Yes. I'm talking about Mbop. Mbop's a great song. Mbop is a bop. It's, it's, it is a bop. Yeah. I mean, like, I hear it now, I'm like... Yeah, it is a good song. Yeah, that they wrote as children. I mean, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. That said, I don't love Hanson. I'm not here to talk about them because I'm a big evangelist mm-hmm. for. I know that Hanson. song and their other one. Where, Where is, is the, the love? love? I couldn't tell you any other song except those. Two. Yeah, way less good. It's fine, <laughs> but Mbop, you're like, God damn. I mean, Mbop is an all time classic. It holds up. Yeah. Yes. 
The thing about it, it almost feels like they're a one-hit wonder or a two-hit wonder because they had. I mean, Bob was a smash. Yeah. Middle of nowhere was a smash album. I was, yeah. a, it was the end. It was the very end of my freshman year of high school. That's so funny. See, my memory is I just oh God, I just moved to LA. Yeah. And you were a whole ass adult. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And this reminds me of I was in an early morning uh, basketball league with a bunch of uh, young actors. And this song was always being played. Yeah. Always. It was always on the radio. Yeah. That's what it makes me think of. I was 14, which God. means if there was any part of me that liked Mbop, would never admit it. You know so you'd I mean? be a little closeted about it. Yeah. 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 Although, I mean, I don't think it was... Now I can acknowledge Mbop is a great song. Mm-hmm. I don't... I still love it. At the time, it's not like I secretly was listening to it in my room under the covers. Like, I can't ever tell anyone yeah. that I don't like this. It's just I was getting into Hendrix. And I wasn't yeah. really listening to mm-hmm. Hanson. And I was dismissive of pop music in general. So I wasn't really paying attention. Okay. But now as an adult, I can be, no, this is a good, this is a good. And all the more impressive for them having oh, written God, it yeah. as tweens. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. But we're not going to listen to them, Bob. No. I want to make the point that Hanson never really went away. Yeah, they recorded. They, they have recording. like 10 albums. Yeah. They're huge. They're still. They still have a very devoted audience, mm. and I think they're like Christian and have a following among kids who like whose parents don't allow them to listen to a lot of music. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like you can listen to Hanson, right? But they are else. squeaky clean in yeah. a real genuine way. Yeah, but they also still record their own music and yeah. write their own songs. And at this point, they've been performing together, these three brothers and their brothers, for twenty five years. They're an extremely tight band. Yeah. They're really talented. I'm amazed that, like, they stayed that long in the sense that they're brothers and they didn't want to kill each other. That's They're just, they are really devoted, like, nice mm. Christian boys. And they, by the way, three of them, uh, the middle one, uh, Taylor, is my age. Oh, my God. Isaac is, like, 37 or 38 okay. now. And Zach, the youngest one, is like 33 or 34. Wow. Between the three of them, 12 kids. Oh, that's so many kids. <laughs> oh, as a parent, that's so many kids. Like Christmas. And you know that they spend like all the time together. Uh, I bet they all have houses on the same street. Yeah. And just like they're all of their families like have barbecues yep. together every week. Where are we doing Christmas this year? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. so many it's kids. A big family. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor has five kids. Wow. Uh, so the little boys are, uh, they're grown ass men. They're yeah. in their thirties now. They have families. Yeah. They're still performing and they're great. Uh, so I'm going to play this video from their tiny desk concert. I love tiny desk concerts. Uh, that they did for NPR a year ago. Mm-hmm. I don't, all that said, I don't like Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't like this song. It sounds like train to me. It's very like soccer mom music to me. Okay. But again, like I was saying with Mbop, I can acknowledge they're really good. Yeah. But to me, I, I mean, I would never, like, listen to this. Is this, like, I, is this like one of their new songs from yeah, last This is from, like, 2010. Oh, I looked okay. it up. It's from their album from a few years ago. Is this it? Yeah. If you had said, hey, this is Train, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> and if looking at them now, because I haven't seen them recently, I'd be like, oh, is that Train? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh my god. 
I mean, they are tight as they're, fuck. They're good. Yeah. They're good at what they do. Oh, yeah. And if this is their job, that kudos. If they, if the fact that you can stay that long in a best career like that is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, look, there are three white boys from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Wow. Uh, for that, you know, they have they have soul. They've yeah. Got, for what they, they are, they have a decent amount of soul here. They can harmonize like motherfuckers. But this is minivan music, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. No, they're really good. They like they've been they doing this for twenty five really years. Really harmonize. They know how to play together. Wow. That the youngest is a grown ass man. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, they all look fucking great. Yeah. This is also the kind of music that I just don't really care about either. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's it's pretty bland. Uh, yeah. But you know, it's fun, and uh, I mean, yeah, it's not involved. You you'd hear it in a commercial, maybe. Yes. You know, yes. For, yes. For, I don't know. For Target Swiffer. Yeah, Target. Swiffer, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, the most impressive thing, and I know it's nothing, I'm like, he, who's the lead guy? Taylor. Taylor. I'm like, you're playing the piano singing and you're not looking at the piano. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. He doesn't need to. He's got his chops, man. Oh they God. have chops. Yeah, they full have chops. Yeah. Wow. This is fine. You know, you can, you can bop along to this and yeah. then forget it immediately. You can bop uh, along, but you can't bop along. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. Goodbye. Uh, I'm out. Yeah. Okay, he every time I look at Taylor I'm like, oh, he kinda looks like um John Bon Jovi. Uh, okay, he reminds me of a young Stain. That's what I I'm not getting that at all. No, I'm not getting Bon Jovi. I'm, that's that, so though. interesting. I'm getting a full on Bon yeah. Jovi line. Wow. You know, it's blue eyed soul, I guess. Yes. You know. Yeah. Tulsa, Oklahoma yeah, soul. Blue, yeah. Very Rock flavored blue eyed soul. Yeah. Like you and I would never listen to this. No. But from a from a, subjectively I don't like it. Objectively it's good. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's and nothing wrong with Hansen. No. I, I love that they exist. This I don't like. What the clapping? I don't alone? like the let's stop playing and now we'll clap. <laughs> not a fan. But that's not Hansen's fault. Yeah. That's my thing in general with any sort of like yeah. we're gonna stop the song and clap a bit and then we're gonna go back into it. Don't like that. That's fine. I that's feel nice. I feel used when that happens. Don't like that. Feel emotionally manipulated. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. But this does I'm like, fuck, I gotta go get Mbop. Yeah. And this by the way, for anyone listening, is from a full three or four song, 15 minute video on YouTube. We just listened to the first number. We're not going to play the whole thing because <laughs> no. you get the point. You get it. But yeah, like... Good, good Hanson's good. This music isn't for me. Yeah. But it's it's real good and I'm I'm glad that Hanson exists in the world. I Yeah, I, I'm i glad for Mbop and that they're still doing what they love. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they still do Mbop in concert. I hope it's they great. do Mbop and they're like, fuck yeah, we do Mbop because yeah. it's... Well, they wouldn't swear about it. Yeah. They'd be like... No. Heck yeah, we do Heck Mbop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's our big hit. We wrote it when we were young and we love yeah. it. They're great. Yeah. They seem like great guys. Yes. Uh, good for Hanson. Yes. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on to your next uh, Freon sucking murdering girl. <laughs> Although this... There's, there's, there's far less... <laughs> a darkness in this but there is a little bit of darkness in this one yeah, there was well. an incident recently yeah it's terrible uh, this is the only band 
on the on the show today whom I've seen live. I know from the yeah. from the magical <laughs> mystical concert. Right. Who are we talking about? Color me bad. Color me bad. Yeah. Back to the early nineties. Yes. Now this is who I was talking about when I said I do not consider this a boy band. Now it's interesting, and you th- and for your reasons because you think they're too old. They're not boys. Well, when they they're came, not they're not teenagers. Yes, but they were newly men, meaning that when they started, they were like 21. That's too old to be a boy band, in my opinion. They are a... You mean to start a boy band? They're an R&B pop group. I don't consider... When they started, were they teens? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. They started in 85-ish. I mean, look, this is why we had a whole two-hour pilot (laughs) episode where we had this debate. Yes. So, I don't... You know, it's not hard and fast. And also, I think they're meant... When I read... Like the Wikipedia article yeah. about boy bands, they mentioned calling me bad at yeah. one point. I'm like, ah, that's good enough because uh, Wikipedia is never wrong. There are no lies no, there are Wikipedia. there's never any wrongness in Wikipedia. right, right, right. And also, calling me bad is great fun. I love calling. So, yeah. I, I'll ride with calling me bad in that. I think they're very much a boy band in that there's four guys should be five. Uh, they har- they're amazing harmonizers. Yeah, very strong dancers. Each person has their kind of role. Mm-hmm. And they have that blend of pop and R and B that's very much uh, boy bandy to me. Uh, I'm going to argue with you on another point, though. What? I mean, this is not a hard thing, but you said yourself there's no four men. Yeah, boy bands. This is a four man group. Well, they, I guess there's boys to men. Also, yeah, fully half of those four are not attractive, and being being sexy and appealing to young girls is part of it. Yes. This is a real so, cheap, cheap trick setup. We've got like the two sexy ones and then the two talented hey, ones. <laughs> that's mean on Color Me Bad. One um, of them is just Kenny. I don't know. I mean like and we will talk about him. Yeah, let's play this the is, video. Now I, I picked the hit Strict. I was gonna pick some other stuff because there's like there's you, songs. You could have gone. I adore Mia more. I have t- I have a story about that too. <laughs> I was gonna do one of their later songs called "Choose Me" by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Oh, okay. Or just choose. It's just called choose. But why why quibble? Let's just fucking watch. I want to. I want to set you up on like, the Arsenio Hall show. Oh, it's Arsenio. That's right. why I did it. Because TikTok, he don't stop. Yes. In his eight ball jacket. Yeah, which is a great look. And like a long box. Ooh, the yeah, the long box. Yeah. This is the long box era. Now, this is a genuinely great performance by them. Okay, they can sing and perform live, and they perform on Saturday hey, Night Live. You don't have to tell me; I saw them perform That's live. That's right. You would you'd appreciate they did an episode of Beverly Hills 90210. Okay, as did the Flaming Lips. Yeah, <laughs> exactly the same. Another boy. I love their outfits as well. It's yeah. white jackets with one sleeve a different color. Now, if I. My memory of that day is hazy because I was only nine years old, but I remember them each wearing a different colored suit. But instead of white with one sleeve color, it was basically this color scheme. Like one had a bright blue suit and one had a bright I've seen that too. That's like in their videos too. They have that, yeah. (laughs) This guy's like 35 years old. No, they were like like in their early 20s by the time this came out. This is like 91 because this is from New Jack City. Uh, okay. Jack, so that's 91 They're my age So they're like 21 okay. So I'm like Not that bad They look like men Yeah They look like men And uh, They also have 
The music's too nasty for kids. Like, boy band music is, is for children. I can see where you would say that, but then you're going to have him walk in the audience and see one of these girls lose their mind. Now, I'm not saying little girls didn't lose their mind. I'm saying having a song called I Want to Sex You Up yep. is a little too sexual for Here's a boy the, band. Well, right here. <laughs> you <Yeah>. just squeal. <laughs> and didn't just play with the hair just like I'm freaking out. Yeah. Here's the story about I Want to Sex You Up. So... Uh, it was going to be for the New Jack City soundtrack. Yeah. They originally went to Belbit DeVoe. Ooh. Belbit DeVoe went, pass. Yeah. Then they went to Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat, pass. And then Call Me Bad's like, we'll do it. We're a new band. We'll do it. And they're like, okay, fine. Yeah. And it became the biggest song off the album. Oh, it was huge. It was a huge song. I mean, I get such hard flashbacks to, like, fifth grade. <laughs> it's so great. This is my senior year in college. And I was like, this song's a fucking jam. I bought the album. The album's real poppy. Real poppy. Yeah. And uh, fun fact, Mia Moore, I Adore Mia Moore, yeah. that was Jimmy Jam and Tear didn't produce it or write it, but it was their idea. Oh. They went, hey, you kind of have like a interracial band happening here. Sure. Because uh, the lead singer, I don't know his name, he's part Native American. Oh. Uh, and the guy with the long hair, not the Kenny G one, yeah. he's uh, Latino. Yeah. So they're like, Jimmy Jam Turtles is like, you guys should do like a Spanish song. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, we should. And they wrote, I adore me more. Thank you, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now there's going to be a little talk interlude. Hey, I love it because of the, it's, it's a slick Rick sample, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's a, a, top, you know, stop. stop. Yep. And now they're going to just, now they're going to get real nasty right here, which just makes me laugh. Especially the Kennedy guy. He's so Watch dorky. Him. Now, let, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Pelvic thrust in the air. Now, here's what happened. The Kenny G guy became the most successful guy of the band. Yeah. He left to become a producer. And is part of this huge producer collective. Okay. That produced like Jessica Simpson. What, the Matrix? No, it's another group. I can't remember their names. Oh, okay. Uh, Anastasia produced Anastasia, Celine Dion, Britney Spears. Like did like became part of this huge producing group. Okay. Uh, Here's the thing. It, it, no shade on this guy. But to be that dorky looking yeah. and be in a band like this, you have to be talented. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but do you know who he married? I don't know if you know her. Who? Tamara Tamara Gray. Uh, she no, was like one sure. of the like finalists of uh, uh, American Idol early yeah. on. Yeah. Beautiful woman. Yeah. Beautiful tabloid. Married her. Became a producer. But we don't know any of their names. I can't, well, okay. I know one. The, yeah. the lead singer is named Brian. I can't right. remember his uh, last name. The uh, black gentleman became a minister. Okay. Uh, the Kenny G guy became uh, part of the producers. So <laughs> Brian, that, black guy, Kenny G guy, yeah. and the dude with the hair. And so, so <laughs> hair guy, his name is uh, Mark Calderon, I think. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Him I and now. Brian yeah. started doing uh, Call Me Bad on their own. Uh, sometimes the black guy minister would come in and come out. He'd be like, okay, I'll do it for a bit. And then, then he'd go back to his ministry. Yeah. And then, um, and then do you know what happened last? This is just Within July. recent months, they were, they were performing as a trio. I don't know which. They weren't. They were performing as a trio, but it was only Mark Calderon and, and two randos. Well, I'm, I think it was Brian, not No, Mark. it was Mark was performing. What happened was Mark was performing. Yeah. 
Uh, they were in, like, New York. Are you sure it wasn't... I think it was Mark and Brian, because didn't Brian assault Mark? Yes, but that's because Brian came on on stage. Oh. What happened was, Mark was performing with Oh, he wasn't guys. on the bill, but he no. was a surprise. So he... Apparently, he might have been drunk. He's had alcohol problems. He was... Yeah, he's uh, he's not doing well. Yeah. I'll say that. So, they're performing I Want to Sex You Up to a kind of smallish crowd. Yeah. And it's they're sing, they sound great. I don't know who the two random guys are. Yeah. The song finishes, all of a sudden, Brian comes out of nowhere and just shoves Mark Calderon to the floor. Well, not only that, but he had, like, walked off the stage. Yeah. In the middle of the performance. I didn't see that And then when Mark's going, like, thank you, good night or something, he kind of comes back on stage and, like, shoves him so hard that he, like, shoves him across the stage. And the guy face plants. I didn't see the before. I only saw... The, that so I didn't know if Brian was performing with them yeah but apparently when he pushed him Brian goes I'm motherfucking color me bad yeah <laughs> and I was like oh wow that's sad and Mark like Mark like all class kind of got up and apparently was like sorry I had to see that that's yeah. not what we're about yeah I love you guys have a good night yep and, and I, I think like, they arrested him first yeah, yeah. he did this so, was like July yeah that was this year Oof. Um, but look I hope that uh, if he needs help, that he gets the help he needs. Yep. I would love to see. I was look. I don't want them to kick the two randos out if they've been hitting the road yep. as Color Me Bad and paying their dues. All six of them. <laughs> yes, yeah. I want yeah. all. <laughs> Let me tell you, all six OGs to come back. Keep the two new guys. If all six, I'm coming. I'm yeah, going yeah. to see them in concert for all oh, six. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I ride with the CMB. They kind of seem like the type of band where they'll open with. I want to sex you up and then <laughs> close with it too. Yep. They, I mean, they had some big hits in yeah, between. Yeah. But and that's the one that endures. Yes. And their fun fact, their second, uh, their first song off their second album, the video, yeah. directed by Ice Cube. Oh. Is his first directing gig. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's do another one of yours. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you know who this is? I have heard of them. Okay. But I don't know. I don't think I know this. Maybe if I hear it, I'll recognize it. Tell me about this Shy. This is Shy. Yeah. If I ever fall in love, the acapella version, because Ooh. that's the only version that's good. <laughs> uh, Shy, uh, I don't know too much about Shy. I know their songs. I know the the word Shy is, uh, refers to some sort of uh, Egyptian This is S H A I. S H A I. Yeah. So it's not a play on we're shy. It's a direct reference to like Egyptian mysticism or something like that. Okay. So shy. Teen girls love Egyptian mysticism. <laughs> can't get enough of yeah, it, man. Yeah. Can't get enough. So shy came out with a song, If I Ever Fall in Love. And it's a, it's like a, a typical F jam. Okay. It's slow and you're kind of like, oh, okay. What year are we talking here? 92, 93. Okay. And then. They're like, oh, let's come up with the acapella version. And that blew up and that kind of... Oh, so this the acapella version was like a hit. Yes. This isn't like an obscure acapella version of a hit. No. This was a hit. This was a hit. Okay. Both Rhapsody's Diner. (laughs) Well, the opposite, actually. Yes, the flip side of it. Right, right. Yes. This, the the, the F Jam came out first and did well. And then they did the acapella version and that that blew up even bigger. Okay. And this this is a great song acapella wise. I mean, acapella is either the best or worst thing in yes. the world. They, so. These guys could really sing. Oh, okay. This is like a boys to men. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. So this sounds vaguely familiar. I love this. I do not like the F jam. You're right. It's, it ruins it for me because the acapella is so much better. Gilding the lily. Yes. Well said. Well said. Um, and not much to this video. It's like a woman mopping the floor that he falls in love with with his shirt off. Yeah. It's very nineties. Very nineties. Black, black and white. I'm and, uh, such a fan of their clothes. Because it's that so 90s, like, we're going to wear flannels and baggy jeans. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's such a good look. Such a good look. I mean, if that were in fashion forever, I'd be fine with yes. it. Yes. And it, it's, I love it, too, because it's that 90s crossover of, like, yeah, we're grunge, we're going to wear flannels. Yeah, we're RB, we're going to wear flannels. Yep. <laughs> and it worked on both sides. Yeah. I loved it. Um, we're getting one to my favorite part of this whole song, which drives me crazy. Um, in a good way. In a good way. I love it. Uh, it's coming up right now. Right here. Oh, it just really got to me. Um, and Shy, to me, they were interesting too. They had four year on maybe. Yeah. And that's like kind of generous. Uh, so by are, they, are they teens? Yeah. Okay. So by 96, they were done. Yeah. They were late teens. Um, so by 96, they were pretty much done. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they, if I'm not mistaken, they had a song on the Beverly Hills Cop 3 soundtrack. <laughs> That's fine because for a second I thought you were going to say the Beverly Hillbilly soundtrack. <laughs> and you're like, what? Remember the movie of the Beverly Hillbillies? Yes, with, with, uh, uh, Dietrich Bader? Yeah, that's my that's my go-to. Uh, Ernest. Oh yeah, yeah, Jim yeah. Barney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, off topic, <laughs> <laughs> but still timely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also find them interesting too because they stuck to just like we're balanced. Yeah, we don't do anything else. Okay, like so they, no like dance jams. There's no dance jams. Huh. They had a song called kind of Limited. Their next, I know, right? You gotta have their, a party jam. Their next uh, big song. Was this another slow jam called Comforter? Yeah, which which was also a huge R and B hit. But typically with boy bands, you go uh, dance jam ballad or ballad dance jam. Yeah, that's like that's one of those set things that you always see. Like Call Me Bad, Sex You Up, I Adore You More. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, shit like that happens all the time. These guys didn't do it. So they, what you're saying is they don't count as a boy band. I'm saying that they're um, <laughs> they choose to go a different route. Sure. Gotta make your mark how you make it. Yeah, and that was uh, shot. Yeah, I'm just a great. big fan of the acapella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. And they, that got like radio play? Yeah, a lot yeah. of R&B radio play. I mean, it's hard to drive to, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's, you know what it is? It's a good song to love to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, we've mentioned NSYNC a couple I, of times. I'm, I'm on record saying I hate NSYNC. Do you really? I, I love Justin Timberlake's solo. Yeah. Cannot stand NSYNC. Would take Backstreet Boys over them any day of the week. I'm the exact opposite. That's because we're the age range, I bet. I mean, maybe of uh, look, I wasn't listening to any of this shit when I was in high school when it was big. Mm. But of that wave of boy bands from the late '90s, yes. NSYNC would be my pick. I I legit like a couple of Backstreet Boys songs. I hate every NSYNC song. Every song out there is I hate. Well, maybe you'll like this because I kind of cheated. Okay, and I picked them doing a cover. Live. This Ooh. is the only footage I think you'll find of NSYNC playing instruments. Okay, I don't want to know what it is, so I'm going to close my eyes. Don't tell me the title. Okay, I mean, I think you'll recognize it right away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm really excited about this. Yeah. Thing. This is from their pay-per-view special in 1999. <laughs> what? What is going on? I NSync decided in 1999 to cover that thing you do live in concert and they and they play as a band wow. with instruments. Wow. It's real weird. Uh you got JC on vocals, Chris on guitar, Lance on keys, Joey Fatone playing drums, and that leaves JT on the bass. Wow. And uh, different levels of comfort with their instruments. Yeah, let me take a look here. This is... This is... Off-putting. I like it. I mean, it's that thing you do. It's a great song. I love this song. Yeah. And they're doing it justice. It's just weird. Yeah. He looks a little Chris, uncomfortable. Chris Kirkpatrick, I think, learned to play this song yes. on the guitar. And that's it. And that's it. Yes. He really, he looks like a, a virgin with a woman for the first time I, holding that guitar. I am going to bet that they chose this song. A, because it's a great song. Yeah. But it's probably real easy to learn. Probably, yeah, he, that makes sense. There's, there's nothing real hard about the bass line, the guitar, unless he does a solo and the drums. That's pretty easy. Well, I mean, of all of them, the one who seems like he's kicking the most ass to me is Joey Fat One. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, he seems like he's having a lot of fun all on right. the drums. He might be, maybe he plays drums. I don't all know. Right. And uh, the bass kicks, the bass comes through. JT's <laughs> doing fine. I mean, there's not a lot of keyboard. There wasn't a keyboard in the original song, yeah, so... Yeah, I don't know. He could be playing just an unplugged keyboard. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> or just playing just some sort of Brian basic Brian Wilson chord. style, yeah. Wait, what does that mean? Did Brian Wilson not play anything? Brian, well, nowadays, when Brian Wilson tours, from what I understand, he just kind of mimes playing the keys, and oh. then there's also a real keyboard player on stage. Wow, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hey, now it's a pretty good tangent. Boy band? Oh, the Beach Boys? Yeah. I mean... Look, they've got the Svenjali-like figure yeah. who's sort of manipulating them and their father, Murray, uh, put together as teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're a little bit too much of a legitimate rock band to be a boy band, but they're see definitely that. like a, a proto-boy band in certain ways. Beatles a proto-boy band? That's why it? I like th- this of them doing that thing you do because that's a movie about like a Beatles-like, yes. Yes. you know, Teen pop band. It's yeah. not really a boy band, but it's you know it's, it's a precursor to boy bands. It's 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 it's, it's adjacent. Yeah. So, but when you hear when you hear Beatles or boy band, you're like, shut up. Yeah, I kind of don't. I mean, I, I they agree. they sort of created the model for it, but yeah. they're not one. I, no. I agree too. Because they can't dance. <laughs> Chris, Chris Kirkpatrick doesn't want to have that hair anymore. <laughs> also, the pa- the pants they're wearing and the red jackets. What is, what is this clothing? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I, I want to uh, I want to see Justin a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is he strumming it? Oh, he's, he's p- playing it with oh, a pick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Joey does look like he's having the most fun. Yeah. Uh, I have a Joey for Tone story. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I'll tell it during this. Is it going to be a guitar solo? Uh, yeah. yeah as, well, look at that bass. What kind what? of bass is that? Is that a the? That's uh, a stingray, baby. Does everyone fucking play a stingray? I mean, Justin's bringing funky back. Yeah. <laughs> Other oh, babies. Yeah. He's still got the ramen hair. Yes, he does. The ramen hair. 
What's uh, your Joey Fat One story? Okay, so I did a uh, I did a, a storytelling show a couple of years ago. Yeah. That he was the host of. Oh. And very nice. Like guy. a moth style. Yes. Storytelling. Exactly. Like moth style. And he just happened to be the. Uh, he didn't run it, but like it was, he was friends with someone running. He was like, "I'll be the host for the show." So he hosted the show, like just a sweetheart of a guy. Yeah, he seems really cool and down to earth. And like of all boy bands that exist, yes. he's probably the dude I'd pick to hang out with if I had to pick one to hang out. He with. was really cool. Yeah, uh, very talkative. Will answer any question about insane. Yeah, and will is down for whatever. He's like, yeah, I'll do. I'll, I'll do anything for like a because he did like a hair thing, like a balding hair thing. He's like, I don't care. I got paid. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just like good natured dude. Yeah, and so uh, we were talking uh, before the show started, and I was like. Did you guys know that Justin was going to, like, leave and, like, blow up? And he's like, honestly, he said he was going to leave. And we're like, go. <laughs> JC's the one we got to worry about. Yeah. They were like, JC's going to fucking leave. Yeah. He's going to go solo and we're doomed. And he was like, we all thought JC was going to take off and we're all a little concerned. When George, uh, when uh, Justin said he was going to do a solo album, we're like, okay, enjoy your solo album and you'll come back because yeah. it won't do that well. It'll be fine. Because <laughs> Justin was like Joey McIntyre. He was younger than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. The girls thought he was cute, but JC was the Jordan Knight. He was yeah. sort of the best looking one. He was the real singer out of the yeah. group. Yeah. People forget now, but at the time, it wasn't just in the band that they thought that. Like, everyone kind yeah. of thought JC was going to be the big Yeah, star. and it's just so funny. He's like, yeah, we're like, yeah, yeah, Justin, go ahead, do your little thing, <laughs> come back, as long as JC stays. And I was like, wow, that's real honest, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, but Justin was also smart enough to create, like, tabloid fodder. Yes. Dating Britney yeah. and all that shit. Yeah, JC's very straight, seemed very straight yeah, and yeah. narrow a bit. I just wanted to back it up because you asked for a guitar solo. <laughs> Am I going to get so it? So let's watch Chris Kirkpatrick shred. Okay. He's even kind of shrugging. While yeah, he's like, he's like, I think I'm doing it. Also, I want to point out that the drummer in the movie That Thing You Do, his nickname is Shades. Yes. And his gimmick is he wears sunglasses. Oh, that's right. And Joey's wearing, Joey's wearing sunglasses. sunglasses. Oh. Justin looks he commits straight to up a nervous. Justin does not look comfortable playing the bass, no. But the no. bass playing is solid. Yes. I like that they did this. Yeah, it's a it's great... Like, it, this song is unkillable. Oh, Like, yeah. you can't fuck it up, it's too good. Yeah. I have never gotten sick of this song. No, ever. No. The guy from Fountains of Wayne. That's right. Great, they were just like, yeah, oh, uh, we need a song about a one-hit wonder, so we need a song that's so good you have to believe it's yeah. just like... He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Bip, bip, here you go. He's like, the only thing is, it's got to be called like that thing you do. Because that's the name. <laughs> he's like, that thing, that thing you do. Yeah. Oh, here you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the girls love it. And it's a new enough movie at the time that the kids like would recognize. Yeah, because it. it's not, not like they're trying to do a Beach Boy song. Yeah, because yeah. that was that was ninety nine, and that movie's ninety six. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's nice. So I just like NSYNC doing that thing you that do. That was good, actually. And it's a way that I can watch an NSYNC video and like the music. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best NSYNC I've ever heard. Right. Uh, let's talk about another Lou Pearlman band from Orlando. Yes, let's talk, talk some... about Prefab. Now, this band is most notable for we got to watch them get put together. O-Town. O-Town. Yes. I assumed that you watched it. I did watch Making the Band. Uh, so did I. Yeah, it was fascinating. I watched it with Am. I we like we it was sit down. We'll watch this whole fucking series. Yeah, because this is a pre. When was it on? Was it on the late 90s or... Late 90s, early... Because it was O-Town. Yeah. And then 
Diddy took over and it became Da Band. Right. Which was great. Right. And then it, it became Dan very different. But this is, yeah, no, you know why it's early 2000s is because it was a reality show. Yes. And so it's like post-Survivor. Yes. So it's like 2000, like maybe one, maybe two. Yes. Yes. For anyone who doesn't know what the hell we're talking about, there was a reality show called Making the Band mm-hmm. where the guy, the Svenjali who put together the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and LFO and like some other don't get me started on that fucking band they're a disgrace look boy bands be nice because like two or three of them are dead so most of LFO seriously and not from like misadventure from like cancer so let's not Uh, talk shit about about LFO okay I I, I rescind that we'll talk about we'll talk about them on boy bands at part two (laughs) or later okay I rescind that but but Lou Perlman had struck gold a bunch of times putting together these boy bands yeah in Orlando in the late 90s. So when it came time to put another one together to make more money, and mm-hmm. reality TV was this brand new thing, they are like, let's make a reality TV series where we show the sausage being made. Yes. Like, we're go- you got to see them audition, like, bunches of dudes. Tons to- of dudes. Yeah, lots of teen guys who wanted to be in this next boy, but there's only room for five of them. Yeah. And you watch them, not in an American Idol-style competition or, like, a Bachelor-style thing. But you actually watched them like audition in a room and like they're, you know, you're cut. So yeah. It was more like a like a football tryout style. Yes. Until then they like narrowed it down and then it became like real world like a bit, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because they had them like living together. They had them living maybe. together and like uh, as they record their albums or, yeah. or their music or shit like that. But it was, you got to watch them put the band together and then the season ended and it was like, okay, now O-Town is a band yeah. by their album. There you go. Was, they're yeah. a thing now. <laughs> They're so they're like the most prefab yes. boy band ever because America watched that how it how it gets done. Yes, there was no pretense of like, hey, they were five friends. No, it's like no. we we don't know each other. Right. We're now put together in this band. Yeah, um, and they had three songs. I can't name any of their songs. I can name all three, and I can name one of the guys, the one who was sort of the breakout. Star. I can't. There was a breakout star? Yeah. Who? Ashley Parker Angel. Okay, you're going to have to point him out because I don't know that. He later had his own reality TV show. Oh, like, my God. Sort of briefly had a solo career and kind of still exists, I guess. I don't know. Okay. But, I know them. You guys it's also like the most boy bandy name. For Ashley Angel? Yeah. Ashley Parker Angel. <laughs> you're going to have to show me because I don't know any of the guys' names. I know that they had they had one song, a really, really awful ballad called All or Nothing at All. Sure. Which was horrible. Then they had kind of like an up-tempo song called Liquid Dreams, which sucked. Yeah. And what we're going to listen to is We Fit Together, which is fucking awesome. Oh, you actually like this song? I love this song. Okay. I legit love this song. <laughs> this is so I didn't hooky. realize you actually liked O-Town. I like this song, yeah. This song is kind of hooky. Yeah, point out the dude. It's the pretty blonde one is Ashley Parker. And they're t- this guy. Wait. Him? That's Ashley Parker. <laughs> That dude's named Ashley, of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. Ashley Parker. Wow. Okay, listen, it's it's hooky. I mean, I guess in the early 2000s, that would be generic sort of It's very, very generic. But... And it's also like, this was... This era of pop was already on its downslope. Yes, yes. So they came in a little late. Yeah, exactly. 
I don't even remember this much. Like, okay, here's like I saw that guy and I saw I remember this video because I remember going, oh wow, they're on a boat. That must be a miserable shoot. <laughs> like they're pretending it's fun, but you're like, you know yeah. that fucking sucks. Yeah. I, I'm gonna listen to this for a bit because I like this hook. <laughs> yeah. Come on, O Town, get yours. Yeah. That dude, I don't even O Town because Orlando. <laughs> Orlando's. Yeah. I don't even know if Orlando people call it O Town. No, they just tried to make it cool. To make it they came thing. from Orlando, Florida. So I, right, well, I'll wait till I'll wait till the guy comes again because this is what he, this one guy makes me think of something. Okay. Um, I don't even know if this was a hit. I just know this from the video when it came out. I don't know if I've ever heard. This I, I'm pretty sure life. it's not been on radio. Yeah. But uh, when I saw the video, I was like, oh, I do like this song. <laughs> okay, I think it's coming up. Which guy are we talking about? The guy you hate. Oh, I don't hate okay, him. This just... dude, okay, this guy? Yeah. I look at this and I, I see him and I go, fuck, I could have been in a boy band. <laughs> I, I, him directly, yeah, I he... go, you know what? If I was, if this was, okay, this is 2002. You're more boy bandy than he is. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. It's a, quite a compliment. Yeah. Uh, I'll take it. I'm like... So I was like 32 when this came out, but I was like, shit, if I was like 19 or 20, I could have been in this band. I can't sing, by the way. <laughs> I cannot sing. Not required. Yes. Uh, that's what auto-tune's for, man. Yeah. But I look at this video and I go, just, you could see me on a boat. No, I, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. And I, look, I don't hate that guy at all. My point is just, I watched at least some of that first season of that yeah. show. If you had asked me before we started recording this episode, picture O-Town, yeah. I would have pictured two of them. The Two more of them I see, and I'm like, oh yes, now I remember that dude from when I watched that show. This other fifth guy, yeah. don't even remember. <laughs> does, do, does not even ring a bell. I recognize, remember... All I can think of is Ashley. The now. two white guys. The white look guys. So much alike. The the guy with the like the goat, the shitty goatee. Yeah. I distinctly remember him on the show being a little problematic of like, I want to do my own stuff, man. Yeah. I don't want to do this bubblegum stuff. Yeah. Let me record. Even in this video, they show him playing guitar. Yeah. He's like, like I'm a real artist. Yeah. I can do things, guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, where but that also makes him the shittiest. Yes. Because like where. Yeah, exactly. Either me and the boy band or don't, but don't... Yes. Yeah. That's why all the other four, I'm like, you can tell they're like, fuck yeah, we're in a boy band. Yeah. yeah Goddamn yeah. right we are. They're just happy to be there. But that guy and Ashley Parker Angel always looked so exactly the same to me. It was just like one was like the angsty alternate universe version of the other. Did he... Did you say his name is Ashley... Wait, say his name again. Ashley Parker Angel. That's... Unbelievable, because this that's whole time, the most millennial boy band thing that you could imagine. This whole time, I thought it was Ashley Angel Parker. Oh, it's no. Ashley Parker Angel. That's batshit crazy. Yeah, that's a weird name <laughs> and such a boy band. Unless name. it's a type of thing where it's his name is Ashley Angel Parker and he switched it around to be a stage name. If he did, then I, I I'm not happy. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't like that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you like this song. I do like this song. I, I, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that. You know what? I'll, I'll listen to the song. It's the type of thing where it's not even interesting enough for me to dislike. It's just, it's just bland and in yes. the background, and it's, you know, I'm at the mall and it's just on. This is the song. I don't know if you watched the uh, NBC show uh, Superstore. I do not, but I've been meaning to get it. Big fan. Yeah. 
They you know, a lot of people I like on this. They they always have like because it's in a superstore. They always have that incidental background music, and they use like they do covers of real songs that can get the rights to the real yeah. music. This would be perfect for it. <laughs> this song. Yes. Them playing this in like a, Target. Yes, or, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly that type. Exactly. Of thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, I mentioned Lou Pearlman. Mm-hmm. You can't really talk about boy bands without mentioning him. Yeah. As Icky as it is. Yeah. Uh, Lou Perlman created the Backstreet Boys. Yes. And he created NSYNC. Yes. And he created O-Town and LFO and Take 5 and Natural and Us 5. Don't know that either. This was a dude who saw <laughs> the new kids. No, I'm, I'm dead serious. Yeah. I'm not like... Mm-hmm. This is a fact, not what I okay. assume to have happened. Oh, okay, good. He saw New Kids on the Block. He saw how much money they made. And he said, I'm going to do that and get rich. Wow. And that's that's indeed what he did. Yeah. Now, he also famously ripped off all those yes. boy bands. Uh, as so frequently happens again, just like he was following Maurice Starr as yeah. his motto. Yeah. And so he ripped them off yeah. and then they sued him. And. Literally, like, every band that he put together ended up suing him. Everyone on his label sued him. After they sued him, either Backstreet Boys or NSYNC found out, didn't know until they brought a lawsuit against him, that he was paying himself as a sixth member of the group. Like, he was paying... Yeah. He was was making as much as each member of the group. fucking... Ugh. And they were like... He was making millions and millions, and the entire band was getting like three hundred grand wow. for, for their like, for all of them. for like years of work and, yeah. and a couple albums. So they also did. and then years later, he got convicted of running one of the biggest like Ponzi schemes ever. Yeah. Not like as big as Bernie Madoff, but yeah. one of the biggest Ponzi schemes yeah. ever. And then there were also there was a lot of discussion of him being sexually abusive yes, to some that. of the kids, but that was. I don't want to get into it because I don't know the details. Yeah. Nothing was ever... A, a lot of guys in the boy bands he managed say that he wasn't appropriate. Mm. Some, A lot of them say they just heard rumors. And a lot of them say, like, never did anything that yeah. I saw or heard. So, who knows? Yeah. But there's a, he's, a, he's a gross person. Even yes. without that, he's yes. a gross did person. Did he die in prison? He did die a couple years ago okay. uh, in prison. He had like a stroke and then yeah. a heart thing, and then he was going to have surgery, but then he died. Hmm. Good, yeah. good riddance to Whatever. Lou Pearlman. Yeah, for fucking over so many kids. Uh, but the the video we're about to watch is the Backstreet Boys talking about Lou Pearlman, and it, like recently, like within the last couple of years, I think they're, they're just this. doing an interview, and the guy asked them about Lou Pearlman, and it's very interesting. They're all very uncomfortable talking yeah. about him. But they're very frank about how conflicted they are because they're like, yeah, he screwed us over and we had to sue him to get paid because he was ripping us off. But he also was the one who created our band and yeah. gave us our shot and he made, made us famous. Yeah. So we also are grateful. Yeah, that's very conflicting. It's you can tell even now as like men in their forties, yeah. it's very confusing for them to have to deal sure. with those feelings. Uh, so I thought this interview was very interesting, and uh, it's Backstreet Boys, but it's the same guy who did NSYNC and all these other bands. Mm-hmm. He he would any any pop music in the nineties. Yeah, it was him. Probably yeah. has a little promo behind it. 
we were being taken advantage of and you know nobody was looking out for us nothing was the same after that meeting for any of us you filed the lawsuit and that was the beginning of the end of our relationship with Luke there's a lot of great reflection uh, in these journeys that you guys go this on. Guy talking this guy talking at the interview. Okay. Uh, Lou Perlman being one of them going to the house and you didn't want to be in there. It was kind of uh, strange for you. So did they all like, did they have to live together? He said going into the house. Did, did the Backstreet Boys live together as so. roommates? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. In 2007, Lou was arrested. Investment scheme, one of the biggest Ponzi schemes in American history, and to find out he's been a con man this whole time makes you think: Was anything ever true? Anything you ever said to us or did for us was ever was it all really true, or was it half and half, or was it all bullshit? But but what's the um the, you know kind of the, the emotional sense for you guys these days with him? It's like for you've forgiven him. Is there still a, a lingering bitterness? How do you feel? I think there's a mixed sort of feeling. I mean, there's a conflict sometimes internally because we're appreciative, you know, what he had done for us, you know, and thankful to a certain degree, um, and to a large degree, you know, because he gave us our shot. Um, but then at the same time, you know. I mean, Kevin likes to say he was a mentor to Kevin in the very beginning when he first joined the band. And, you know, these are hard things to, to experience when someone that you look up to sort of as a family figure or, you know, a mentor or someone does something that's just so just astronomically crazy and, you know, just something that you would never think that they would do. And then you hear these stories. So it's just, it's a, it's a sad story. And in the end, not just, you know, for... For, for us or, or him, but for the people that he hurt, you know, so there's a lot of conflict internally about how we feel, and I, and you really get a chance to, to see that in the film itself, you know, and I feel... There's another side. They, they're doing a group interview, they look like they're in group therapy. Yeah. And I don't mean that flippantly, I mean, they all look haunted, just yeah. like they're still they trying to process this and like, never get through yeah. it. Yeah, they look a little... They, they look great, yeah. but they feel, it feels like they look exhausted having to go through this again. Yeah. And it, you think about it like, they're fucking just young dudes. I mean... That's the thing. Being so in a band young. is hard and it rips people apart just because it's hard to tour and yeah. do everything that being in a band makes you do. And to do it when you're still a basically a child yeah. or a young adult... When you haven't learned life skills yet, and you have this figure who's your manager, yeah. but is basically in a parental role. Yeah, and you look up to him because yeah. he made you, and he's like, you're going to do this, you're going to do this. You're like, yeah, okay. And that person is actually using you yeah. and stealing from you and screwing yeah. you over. Yeah. That's uh, going to affect you for the rest of your life. It's also, you know, and you would like to think, oh, maybe as they got older, they've learned to come to terms with it. But on the other hand, I know just from who I am, I'd be like, as you got older, as you became a man and an adult, you're like, God, if I was, oh my God, yeah. I wish I was, I wish I knew that I'd, I'd fucking kill that guy. I mean, managers and accountants and business managers yeah. fuck over rock bands all the time yeah. and, and celebrities all the time. But it's a little more like everyone's an adult yeah. and they committed a crimi criminal and a moral act. 
And maybe you weren't paying attention and managing your own shit as much as you should have been. But, like, you're all adults and it doesn't have that added thing where, like, look, your manager's not your daddy. Yeah. But when you're in a boy band, your manager's kind of your dad. Yeah. Like, that's an adult and you're a child. Yeah. And if they... If they mistreat you, it's almost like abuse. Yeah. Also, you know what? Most adults don't know about finance. You think That's the kids thing. Yeah. don't know about exactly. fucking finance? You get like 600 bucks, you're like, I can spend this on shit? Right. Holy fuck, I'm living the dream. That's why I imagine now, as adults in their 40s, they must be knowing what they know. They're like, God damn it, I wish I was an adult back then. Yeah. Because I'd, I'd be like, fuck you, dude. Give me this, <laughs> give me this. Here's my lawyer. But you're as a kid, you don't know. You're just like, oh, okay, sounds good. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so the anger still also there. the added layer of, like I said, Lou Perlman was not like a guy who had dreams of being in the music business and ended up getting carried away with it and yeah. getting greedy and stealing their money. That is bad enough, but he was literally just a business guy who saw new kids on the block and was like, oh, look at those impressionable young idiots making all this money. Yeah. I bet I could do that and then just take all their money. Yeah, I can do the same thing like, but make it worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. A, it, it even added level of ickiness yeah. and, and really reality to it. That guy was the worst. Yeah. Um, I literally begged him physically in his office to make it right and he didn't do it. You know, I gave him every opportunity and then that's when all else fails I had to you know, follow the lawsuit. The guys jumped Brian, Brian originally sued him, mm-hmm. like, by himself. And then the rest of the Backstreet Boys fell in behind him. And then, like, every one of uh, Lou Perlman's wow. other acts were like, yeah, us too. <laughs> yeah, we're on board too with this fucking prick. Yeah. And then that's when our direction kind of went and steered the other way. Those are just things that happen when it comes to the realization of, like, dang, you know, you thought this guy was going to be for you. And yes, we are grateful, but at the same time, if greed didn't become such a part of what we were, you know, we were just some young kids that wanted to sing and, and make a mark. And, That's and, like abuse kids too. Like yeah. the thing that people people say when they have abusive parents where they're like, it's my mom and dad. I love them. Like yeah. I owe everything to them. Yeah. But also they ruined my life. Yeah. Yeah. Also shitty like. I begged him to make it right. Yeah. And he's like, nah. Yeah. No. I got your money. Yeah, I got your money. Yeah. He can be like, okay, you're right. I'm going to make it right. We'll fix this whole thing. And you know they heard from him stuff like, you wouldn't be anything if it weren't for 100%. me. You won't exist because I put you together. Um, reason. How dare you ask me for more you're, money. You know you're I mean? insulting me now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just gaslighting. Yeah. Not be marked up from all of the crap, you know? And so it... You know, our path changed. That's it. I just want to... It's... You know, there's... uh, Too many bands have that part of their history. Yeah. Especially boy bands. And it's worse because they're children being taken advantage of by adults. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as we've seen tonight, it's hard being in a boy band. Yeah. It ain't easy. It's... uh, Yeah. Careful what you wish for. Yeah. We can, you know... People can make fun of it like, oh, they're stupid and they're cheesy and stuff. Yeah. And some of that's true, but also like it's fucking what happens after. Yeah. Because we all know there's the shelf life of three to four years. And then you're like, what do I do now? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not only am I not even like, well, I'm 30 and I'm, I've 
I've got a college degree. It's, oh, no, I'm 22 or 3. <laughs> I didn't even go to college. Yeah. I kind of have some money that better last me for the rest of my life. Well, you got to survive those. you got to survive your 30s. And then when you're in your 40s, you can do like Backstreet's doing, like new kids are yeah, doing. Just reunion just, tours yeah, and now, just tour and make all that money to yep, them. Yep. Now your child fan base, yep. they're adults. And they're they have nostalgia for you, and you yeah. can just do like cruises. Yeah, forever. just do just do cruises and yeah. small venues for years and collect that dough. Yeah, that's Max that's is, the best you can hope for. Yeah, yeah, but but no, that's not bad. No, it's great. Yeah, it's great. You get to go back on the road. Uh, it's probably. I mean, there's way less pressure than there was yeah. the first time around. Yeah, uh, and you know, I'm glad for all the boy bands that were able to carry enough fame. To do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's some two that couldn't even do that. Like, they had one hit. Yeah. You can't go out with one hit. Right. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, good for them. Uh, one final clip. Mm-hmm. Skipping forward to a much more recent boy band. Yeah. Who I know nothing about. Uh, uh, one Direction. Yeah. Only know them by name. Yeah. Know none of their music. Too old at this point to really too, even just, follow the yeah. latest. Yeah. Uh, at my job, I kind of have to know who the young pop stars are. Yeah. But One Direction was already kind of over before I got that job. Yeah. Uh, I know that the, Simon Cowell put them together. Like, they were all contestants individually on oh, um, yeah. the X Factor or The Voice or one, one of those, those shows. Things. That's right. And Simon Cowell put them together yes. as One Direction. Yes. You've got Zane Malik. Who was the one who quit before the band broke up? Because that always happens. Yeah. There's always one who's like, no, I'm going to go do my own thing. Screw you guys. I'm going home. I'm going to be huge. There's Niall. Name, I don't, last name, I don't know. There's Lewis Tomlinson. How many have I named? Four? Three? Three. Zane, Lewis, Niall. Are there only four in the group or are there five? You're, you're talking to an If there's five, there's one who I don't know. <laughs> And then there's the breakout star, Harry Styles. That's I, And again, him, I just know by name. Yeah. Don't know what he did with One Direction or after One Direction. Yeah, I know he's successfully solo now. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to watch a One Direction. This is a real cheat, this last clip. Okay. It's fine. Because it's, it's Harry Styles solo, so yeah. it's not even a boy band technically, but it's a kid from a boy band. And it's another rock and roll cover. So, this is just me, like, finding a way to access boy bands. Sure. But this is actually really good. Okay. Uh, it's not a country song, but I, I understand since he's gone solo, he's doing more of a country thing. Mm-hmm. But this isn't a country song. However, his outfit is... Is country? He's wearing these, like, wild suits on stage, and he looks super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is him doing The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. I love The Chain. Love Great Fleetwood song. Man. This version is really good. This is yeah. a live version right. of The Chain by Harry Styles from One Direction. All right. I was really impressed by this. I said, let's put it on the boy band's episode. Let's do it. Like, oh, I'm... Okay. I, I see what you're talking about with his suit. It's like a... Not paisley, but it's just is a flower pattern yeah. suit. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to ask Laird Pant. Not feeling the suit. Oh, you don't like it? No. I mean, not many people could pull it off. I think he pulls it off. Yeah, this is legit. This yeah. is totally legit. Yeah. 
Got a good band behind them? Yeah, good band. Yeah. This is a fine way to close it. Yeah. This is a good song. He can sing. He's not bad. I mean, I, I think he's he's going to be around for a little while. I think he's going to be like JT and yeah. establish himself. And he's uh, definitely going in a different direction. Yeah, is that a pun? <laughs> no, I did. Oh, no. Didn't even mean to be a pun. That's right. I mean, yeah, his solo career is a couple years old at this point. He's doing great. Yeah. But, uh... I mean, like, One Direction as an entity, I knew that there's a band called One Direction from England. Yeah. They're big. Yeah. I could not tell you one song from them. Nah, me Don't neither. Don't even know. Me neither. Uh... I mean, honestly, I just found out now that Harry Styles was from One Direction. I thought Harry didn't realize. No, I thought Harry Styles was just some. I knew Harry Styles was a British singer. Yeah, I just thought he was a British pop singer. Uh, no, he's the breakout. Oh, right. pretty one from One Direction. All right. I think he dated Taylor Swift for a little while. Oh, okay. Because like Justin Timberlake, yeah. he understands. He's that, doing like, the right things. You need to put yourself in the headlines. You can't just be a good musician. Yeah. I'm. Uh, now his clapping, I accept it. Oh, yeah, it seemed natural for the song. They're building up to it. Yeah, uh, the song requires that. Yeah. I mean, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way. Yeah. Because he's doing a good job of this. It's, hey, if you can pull off the chain, you're you're legit. There's footage. It's this is professionally shot for the BBC, so it looks and sounds great. Mm-hmm. There's footage, like audience footage, of him at the Troubadour doing landslide with Stevie Nicks. Holy shit! Yeah, I like landslide even better. Yeah. Rick and Bacher bass. The other one I wanted besides <laughs> Finger. Yeah. You know what? Uh, let me take this moment to say, who did Max play? Yeah, Fleetwood Mac is I like them more and more all the yeah. time. Yeah, as I get older, like yeah. when I was a kid, I was like, oh yeah, there's this band Fleetwood Mac. I know their hits. They're good. Yeah. As I hear more, I'm like, holy fuck, they're good. Yeah. They're so good. How did they just manage to make this song when they hating each other? Yeah. <laughs> I like that thing you do. If you do this song competently, you'll have the crowd. Yes, you know what I mean? exactly. But but that he's doing it more than competently. Yes, yeah. yes. But he looks great in that fucking suit. I'm still think. not feeling the suit. <laughs> Conversely, he could have easily fucked up this song. Yeah. But he's you know he, this is great. And he put together a good touring. He band. picked it. Yeah, this is a really cool touring man. Yeah. I would go see Harry Styles. I would. I would go see Harry Styles if he only did Fleetwood Mac songs. <laughs> but you haven't heard his solo songs. Maybe I, I guarantee you I do not need to hear his solo songs. Yeah. Guarantee I won't like it. Right. I think you would like, having not heard it myself, I bet you like them more than you think, and I bet you would like a star as well. <laughs> nope. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, have to, I have to sit in that. But that's the closer. Yeah. And not boy band performing, but yeah. a kid from a boy band. Still counts. Who uh, I expect will be around for a little while. Because yeah. he's good. Yeah, he is he's good. good. He killed that. And, you know, 
Uh, Ashley Parker Angel isn't out there doing the chain. No, I don't know if he can. <laughs> I mean, we, you know, but we love you, Ashley. We fit together. I, 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 don't speak for me on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna make you trash yeah. the guy. Yeah, I have no ill will toward you, Ashley. <laughs> He's listening. <laughs> but that's it for this episode of Music Raygun. If you want to subscribe to the show, it's available wherever you prefer to get your podcast. You can email comments and questions to musicraygun at gmail.com. And if you know someone who might like Music Raygun, please tell them about it because word of mouth is the best way to share the show. I'm Paul Champanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Until next time, see ya!